Good morning. It's April 10th, and this is to my liberal friends. Republicans have an anchor weighing on them, and a lot of them do not realize it. When the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade with the Dobbs decision, it unleashed an issue for the Democrats that they've relentlessly pushed towards the voters. It has forced the voting public to address a very emotional issue and to come to some decision in their own minds about how this issue should be resolved. In the aftermath of the Dobbs decision, a Gallup poll showed that 85% of Americans believed that abortion should be legal in at least some circumstances. A Pew poll post-Dobbs showed that 57% disapproved of the decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, and even a poll by the Public Religion Institute found that 63% opposed Roe being overturned and 43% were strongly opposed. With a court ruling in favor of Dobbs, it returned the issue to the states and it's caused a mishmash of laws. Some states have taken an extreme approach, banning abortion after as little as six weeks. Now, I say this is extreme because many women do not fully realize they're pregnant at that short time. But that's not stopped the pro-life movement pushing conservative legislatures to ban abortions as soon as they can. And this has now become a wedge issue for Democrats and it resonates with women and younger voters. It's becoming evident to me that many Republicans in strong red states may be overplaying their hand. Republicans need to take a step back and get a better understanding of how the public feels on this issue. As I said in a poll earlier this year, 69% of Americans say abortion should be general legal in the first trimester. 74% of independents and 86% of Democrats feel that way, while 47% of Republicans agree. And this is why I say Republicans need to step back and take another look. 47% of their party agrees with that. By the time the pregnancy is in the second trimester, only 37% support general access to abortion. And when you get to the third trimester, that number falls to 22%. And these are the hardcore liberal Democrats. Both are higher than in previous years, but I suspect that the assault on abortion by Republican legislatures has helped to drive those numbers higher. In each category, meaning trimester, there's always circumstances where the public believes that abortion should be legal. Most of those center on rape, incest, and the life of the mother. What is always interesting to me is that so many people completely misunderstood and misinterpreted what Roe said in that decision. To those on the left that allowed abortion at any time in the pregnancy, and to those on the left, they believed that as well. But that simply was not true. Under Roe, abortion was legal in the first trimester, but in the second trimester, states could regulate how and when you have an abortion. And in the third trimester, states could ban abortions. Senator Lindsey Graham, a Republican from South Carolina, suggested in the post-Roe period that a federal law should be passed that set a time. He put forward 22 weeks as a deadline for abortion. I think he was pretty close to the number that American people would support. And this would get the issue off the table for Republicans. But the ardent pro-life wing of the party attacked him for suggesting such a compromise, and liberals called it a backdoor way to ban abortions. In effect, Graham was seeking to codify the basic tenets of Roe. We've seen two ballot issues this year where abortion was made a centerpiece of the voting. In Wisconsin, the election of a liberal judge to the state Supreme Court gave liberals a majority on that court, and Janet Potasiewicz campaigned hard on the abortion issue. The win will also resonate sound loudly in legislative and congressional district decisions, but make no mistake, it was the abortion issue that propelled her to win a seat on the state Supreme Court. This week, the issue surfaced again in Ohio. 
Conservatives had put on the ballot issue one, which would have raised the threshold for amending the state's constitution from 50% of the voters to 60%. And normally I think voters would have supported such a proposal if for no other reason changes to a state constitution should take some form of supermajority rather than a simple majority, which would lead to changes every time the political winds change slightly. But the abortion rights supporters framed this change as an attack on abortion rights, and when the votes were counted, 57% rejected the change. Now that's a clear signal that should be heeded. The context is what's coming up on the ballot this November, an amendment to put abortion rights on the Ohio Constitution. That can now pass with a simple majority. Every individual has a right to make and carry out their own reproductive decisions, the amendment says. If approved, the state couldn't unduly burden this right. Abortion may be prohibited after fetal viability, except if a physician believes it's necessary to protect the pregnant patient's life or health. Perhaps debate on these questions will give Ohioans pause, but they echo criticisms that bounced off Michigan's abortion amendment, which passed 57% to 43% last year. That was months after Kansas decided to keep abortion in their state constitution 59 to 41%. And as I mentioned, a similar dynamic in Wisconsin helped flip a state Supreme Court seat 55% to 44%. The facts are being laid out right, right in front of Republicans. They are bringing these culture wars to the front of campaigns and they're losing on most of them. They are turning off independent voters, suburban women, and most importantly, younger voters. The far right of the Republican Party has been able to dictate the terms to the majority of the party that was never more evident in the Ohio ballot test. Republicans need to find compromises on these sticky moral questions. Most Republicans have come to terms with a same-sex marriage issue. It's no longer a political football that Democrats own as they march down the field. They need, they need to do the same with the abortion issue so that they can get back to running on the issues they can win, namely government spending, federal regulation overreach, and the economy in general. Those are winning issues that attract the voting groups I just mentioned that they're losing, and that means winning elections instead of losing them. It's been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening.